Welcome to Culture Eats, a show that seeks to explore some of the great organization cultures we have in the Asia-Pacific region, one bite at a time. I'm your host, Daniel Maskord. Two waves and three wingers. Winger will be a storm, white J and stream. Stream, you stay on the left side, all right? The two waves of five people, five players. Wave number one with uh, Charles and Bernie on command, with uh, Jacob, Anthony, and Liz. All right? You five, you figure out one wave, four players. This is always in. Yeah, this is, by consequence, you're always in. When you're getting now, you always do dummy. Doesn't really matter if it's in the middle, you have to pick yourself in the level. Give the other side a bit of a chance. And over us twice, we've got to like really shear that workload around. We can uh, uh, pass inside those shooters as well, like yeah, that really should be done. Pass up in the middle. Of the yeah. So being alive, really, like even if you think you're running off, you're really not running off. You're still an eye and an ear. A couple of times, we had like one person sitting there going, "Oh, this ain't looking pretty right now." So we should never have someone isolated like that when we're driving out. Welcome everybody to a very special episode of Culture Eats. This will be a bonus episode that complements the Culture Lessons from Sports episode you may have just listened to. This episode will focus in on a touch football club that I'm actively part of, a culture that I've seen start, that I've seen grow, that I've seen thrive. And uh, I wanted to, first of all, share some sound bites from the field so you get a sense of what the culture's like. Uh, but importantly, I'm very happy to have a good friend and the coach of T8 Touch Football Club in Hong Kong. Welcome to the show, Laurent. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Dan. Thanks for having me. Thanks for the invitation. Touched me. It touched me, really. Really, really proud. Thank you, guys. It's really cool to, to have you on here. Um, as, I was, as I was sharing earlier, Culture Eats is a show that, talks about organization culture in the Asia Pacific region and I'm really trying to find you know culture champions um, from all different walks of life and interview them um, and the, the previous episodes and future episodes have focused on companies that perhaps I might admire or respect and want uh, want to learn more about. but this is a special episode because I get to talk to you about a culture that I'm part of. Um, which is the culture of uh, the T8 Touch Football Club, the great T8 club. Yeah, do, do, do something you're part of, but also like a founder, also some something that you have created, you know, it's something that uh, you start with. So, yeah, something you can be proud of, for sure. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about T8 and all this amazing community that we play with uh, almost uh, three, four times a week now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we we know the content pretty well, so so I think look, it's, this is just going to be a casual, you know, fireside discussion between the two of us. But at least just to get a bit of a direction, um, you know, for the next thirty forty minutes, I'm really keen to kind of talk with you about the past, like the the T eight culture of the past and where it's all come from, um, and then to crescendo almost to the present and and the strong culture that we have today and um, 
you know, what has been that journey and, and, and what's some of the outcomes uh, that have happened in the present, but also to kind of round out the discussion, talking about the future, you know, what are the things that we can be looking forward to as a club? Um, what are the challenges also that we need to be aware of um, to, to navigate around? So that's kind of what, what the next uh, 30 odd minutes will look like. And maybe I can kind of start off by talking about a little bit of the history of the club. And I might get you to join in at, at the time that you sort of saw the club, um, which is probably in Shanghai to begin with. And then, you know, the story about, um, you know, joining. So for everyone that's listening in, um, the first thing to talk about is touch football or touch rugby uh, is one of the great sports out there that is super inclusive, um, super accessible to all, all people at all walks of life. Um, you know, whether you're like our kids, Laurent, that, that um, you're picking up the sport as, um, as young kids or whether you're, you know, like my dad you know, playing touch football up until he was like 60, 60 something years old. So, so it, it's super inclusive. Um, it's a great sport. And, and Laurent, you can touch on this as well. It's a great sport that brings people together, very community focused. So just setting the scene about touch football. It's mm. a, it's the most it's the simplest uh, code of rugby and oh my gosh rugby is so huge and so difficult everyone wants to play rugby but there's so many barriers to play you know physical barriers the understanding so many laws and boom we create touch like 30 40 years ago with the, the to to get the essence of rugby so there's no reason that now rugby has this code, the touch football, that rugby can become the most popular sport in the world. So I have no doubt, I'm not a visionary, but I've just experienced that it's, it's just a matter of time that touch is, will be, become like so big, so so huge, because uh, it's a bit of like uh, the rugby culture, the camaraderie, uh, the teamwork, but also like fun, speed, accessible. Uh, no, definitely this game you know, we, we're not visionary. We just like believe because we have experience too. You and me, we have experience the, the beauty of this game. You know, when we say it's inclusive, it's really inclusive. You know, it's girls, boys, uh, all people. You know, uh, we can really definitely play with like young guys. Uh, no, it's just a fantastic game. And yeah, it is going to be like one of the biggest games uh, soon, <laughs> especially in Hong Kong. And we will talk about it later. Because yeah, Hong Kong, Hong Kong guys like love this game, right? So yeah, just a matter of time that touch become bigger than than rugby. So that's can can like a, uh, give you like a perspective of the development of the game. Yeah, exactly. So t- touch football, touch rugby is a great sport, and and it, I think it means a lot of things to diff- a lot of people uh, around the world. So it's also a global sport. So for me. I've I've always played touch rugby and and the old man played touch rugby um, yeah as I said until he was sixty so that's in the mascot family um, so as I arrived to Hong Kong and this is one of the great things as well one of the first thing I did probably on my first Friday was come down to a social touch football session in Happy Valley and, and you know, everyone welcomes you right um, so. So you get down there and you yeah, play exactly. and you have a good time. You meet some people and, you know, uh, 
Keith and Dave like were one of the first people that that I met down in touch as well, and we've remained really good friends. Um, I, I believe I have this. I have the same exact experience. I was like uh, brown, fresh from the boat, brand new to Hong Kong, like probably like two, one or two days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And boom, I get down to Happy Valley <laughs> <laughs> just to play and to meet uh, new friends. And we, yeah, we met like yeah. uh, uh, on one of those days, really like really fresh from the boat seven, eight years ago. Yeah. Crazy, right? It, we it did the same path. Yeah, so, so, so obviously great for people like us that, that want to meet people moving to, to Hong Kong and other, other parts of the world. Uh, and then obviously the next step is finding a club. And, and so for me, um, I joined uh, what was the most popular and successful uh, touch, touch football club in Hong Kong. And um, yeah, I, I guess really enjoyed playing in that team. And ultimately, ultimately the club was, was, too big and then a few of us that were playing on that club had that idea of um, just wanting to find more game time I guess is one thing but also to be able to maybe play on the same team and 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 play touch the same way that we like to play like the freestyling and stuff and and so we kind of created T8 with that basic basic purpose of 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 being able to play on a team with friends and to have maximum game time and, and that the was the simplest yeah. ideas are the greatest you know you it was 10 maybe 11 years ago now you did that so it's just not that simple years, yeah. you know creating a, a starting a community from scratch is just crazy i did it one or two times in the past you know i've created also a touch yeah. club in paris and uh, also in shanghai now it's crazy mm. it's a crazy idea it's like Oh my gosh, the amount of work you have done with like Keith, Andrew, Liz, Dennis, it's just phenomenal. Mm. So uh, thanks mm. to you, yeah, mm. <laughs> thanks to you 11 years ago, you had the, the, the enthusiast to do it, you know, because oh, it's, uh, it's so difficult and it represents such an, a huge, huge amount of work and dedication, you know. So thanks to you, we can talk about it now, you know, because yeah, 11 years, 11 years ago, yeah, true. You left the Blue Dragon stuff and create like this amazing club that now is T8. So well done, congrats! And it was already like a good initiative. Yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you. you. I think as as you said, like it, it, it's maybe the first step or first series of steps in in getting things off the ground. And and I think probably like some parts of our culture were 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 developing. Um, over the years before you joined, I think we talked about this um, over the weekend where maybe we didn't have a strong club culture at that particular point in time, but we had a culture, um, a culture of mateship, a culture of just wanting to play play together. And we, we wanted to try and win, but it was okay if we lost. Like we would still go out for, for, for a meal or for some drinks afterwards. And that was, I guess, the basic part of our culture at that time. And one of the frustrations that we always had was, why can't we beat the club that we left? Uh, why can't we beat the top teams? Like, we, we, we regularly didn't have enough players. We regularly didn't have the right strategy. We didn't have any positions. Like, all of these key things weren't in place. But we knew that there was a big gap from a leadership point of view or from a coach point of view. And that's kind of like fast-forwarding a little bit to when we met you in Shanghai 
Uh, obviously, you were the uh, MVP of the year, X Blades Prize winner in 2011. <laughs> and uh, you know, I don't know how I don't know how we beat your team. That was like one of the big big things that we look back on. What an upset! <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> that was up. That we, we didn't expect that at all. What a win for for T eight twenty eleven. Yeah, remember yeah. that. Uh, yeah, I remember clearly like uh, T eight, the embryon of of T eight. You know, um, mm. man, for sure, winning was not your priority. Winning was uh, not your 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 motivation. You know, uh, you were like. Um, just kind people wanted to create something great, something uh, something uh, where where people will probably uh, feel feel great, warm, welcome, you know. So that's probably the first step to create a, a great culture, you know. Be kind, you know. Trying to a culture means multiple people, right? Vi- various uh, uh, identities, and, and you know, create like inclusive uh, inclusiveness. Uh, approach so that's probably the first step it's to be to to be kind and you were super kind you were a warm welcoming uh, all player with different abilities so uh yeah what can i say it was like fantastic to watch you uh, guys uh, just behaving on the pitch yeah for sure we you were not too too focused on 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 winning on details uh, you know on on strategy so but, you know, uh, it comes after, you know, kindness, you know, uh, determination is something like really uh, allow you to, 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 to work on something different and to, to create to create a, a bright future. So, you, yeah, you were kind, you were determined. So it took time. So it's, it's pretty simple, you know, it's really took time. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, we met in 2014, actually. And I was playing for the same club as you before. Oh, yeah, when I came, you know, because I was coming from I was coming from Shanghai, and back to the day, Shanghai. Um, in Shanghai, we were aware that few uh, clubs were great in Hong Kong, and especially Blue Dragons and T8. So I chose to to go for Blue Dragons. But you invite me. It's amazing stuff. Uh, yeah, anecdote uh, for you guys. Uh, I was playing for uh, the, the Blue Dragons, and Dan asked me to coach a TA, but I was still a player, a member of Blue Dragons. So, uh, you, you know, a lot of guys were, yeah, the whole community, the whole touch community were, what's going on? Those guys playing for a different club, but he coached on a, a TA. Uh, so, you took the risk, man. Um, you know, you let me do did my do my stuff uh, for a few months, and then I joined naturally the club because yeah, your kindness, your 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 willingness to learn, your how to say uh, yeah, you were easy going because you you let me do my my well, one more time my stuff, but yeah, my I was also you know a brand new coach at that stage. You know, touch was not that developed. Uh, so it was also a, a test to try out a tryout for me. Uh, I was exploring a different technique, different mm, stuff mm. <laughs> on you guys. So you yeah. were like, uh, yeah. right, right. help me out yeah. to 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 grow. So as a coach, as a, as a human. So yeah, it was a win-win situation. You you let me coach you, and that's how how it all started. Yeah, um, yeah. So thank you for that. Grow <laughs> for together yeah. for a few months. 
I coach, uh, I coach you and I play for another club. So <laughs> unique in the world. Yeah, only in Hong Kong you can see that. So uh, thank you, Dan. That was a great experience. Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> no. Thanks for saying yes. And, and like, I remember, um, <laughs> I remember just the immediate impact that you had. And I think it, it was like, it was twofold. Like, because on, on one side, you had the traditionalists, the people that were part of the old culture, still, still the same kind of culture, right? The kindness and inclusiveness, where they may have been from a structure point of view or a way of playing point of view, they were used to a different style. So naturally, a few people were like, ah, I'm not sure how am I going to play in this style? And like, um, obviously going through that that change curve. Um, and, and then you've got other people that I think were craving leadership, they're craving direction. So, well, where are we going as a club? Um, like, what are, the, what are the moves that we can work on? How can we be successful? And like, what's that roadmap? And um, yeah, probably in the first three to six months, it was just, I think, probably both sides finding our feet and then finding that right rhythm. But um, fairly quickly after going through that, uh, it seemed obvious that there's so many, so many more benefits of having a coach like yourself um, so invested into the club, uh, but also so invested into touch, touch rugby and the community. And obviously, you know, we can probably talk about just a few things that maybe this is a, this is an opportunity for you to share some of the milestones you think that you've had up until the present day when shaping the culture. It's uh, it's it's tough to to talk about the the the, the culture. It's tough, but indeed the milestone was pretty uh, pretty yeah. simple. We sit down uh, uh, at the coffee table and we say, "All right." Yeah. How we can structure, how we can organize, and how we can develop the club uh, uh, around some simple ideas, some some strong strong values, you know, about uh, inclusiveness. So first point, you remember, I, I remember clearly is the first point, and the first point was enlarge the community, bring more friends. So the idea, it was really to tap on your culture, you know, uh, try to create like a club. So it was not just anymore T8; it was T8 touchable club. So club we start to create like a proper community. And the, the first and simple idea was to enlarge this community. It was the first point of the bullet point. I was actually on 2014, 2015, where, when we met, we like we did like a, an action plan in two bullet points. All right. Enlarge the community. And uh, if I remember well, it was like become the new female touch authority. So enlarge the community means, yeah, bringing people together. So it was literally to tap on what you have done like over the last six years prior uh, I came, I joined. So it was no, nothing more than, you know, what you, the moment of you are created. So, uh, of course, I, I brought like energy. I brought like a bit of structure on the, on the pitch, but all the pitch, you, you did the, the, the best of the job. So it was really enlarge the community, bring more people in, uh, create more friendship. <laughs> so, and yeah, for sure. And then, Easily, easily, we we developed the uh, uh, we we start to strongly think about the women's development because at back to the day uh, we were we were a bit struggling and with a simple idea to have like a mix you know some indicators with a, 
uh, a pure parity with between male and female player and we we achieved that really quickly in, in two years time boom the club was on a good track with like uh, 30 30 new guys quickly come yeah, and enjoy the the community so we start to to talk about the community and now it's yeah it was a it was a great day you know the, not the golden age but uh, something really simple developing and and trying to bring to bring people together and also to try to create like more uh, opportunity for our female athletes so uh, yes those two axes of development was a uh, I would say the pillars of our uh, uh, strong takeoff. <laughs> it was simple, right? Yeah. Well, so, it's, uh, it's 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 good because, like, sorry, you, you go on. No, yeah, and and then so the culture, the first culture, it was we were good people uh, trying to to bring more more people in, you know. So that's probably common to all the great organization, you know. Having some good people at, at the the right moment at the right place, uh, trying to do some simple thing, trying to make good, you know, make the good. So uh, that's what exactly what we were trying to do with uh, humility. So good people, humility creates like always a, a good culture, a good mix of culture. So it was pretty pretty easy because yeah, uh, the the base, was, the fundamental of the of the club were pretty solid. So. Uh, yeah, and then the, the phase after we can talk about it. But after, yeah, we we start to work on details and how to to improve uh, a, a, every each individual and uh, and uh, yeah, to you, man, <laughs> on you. I'm talking too much. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I just wanted to reflect because, like, one of the things that I really liked about all of this is, you know, to your point, we had the foundations, and maybe that was culture. But then you came in and helped structure it and focus it on the most important things at that particular point in time, which actually resolved some of our issues that we had in our club, that we didn't have enough female players or there wasn't a gender equality uh, or, or um, you know, a one-for-one one ratio. And the second thing is that we had problems just finding players in general to turn up and play. And um, yeah, so what you've done is you've you've solved some of our problems by having that focus, but then you've also, in turn, I think by enlarging the community and, and enlarging the the um, female playing community, you've just amplified it. Like whatever we had, you've amplified it in the right direction, um, which has been super helpful to have that um, had that vision, and and also. Um, one of the things I really liked about what you've done is the effort that you personally put into it. And I obviously put in the effort as well, but you have the vision, you know, you have the structure and then you personally make sure that these things happen. Right. And that's, that's been so cool to watch. No, but we, we, uh, when you, you work in a association, in a volunteer environment, uh, even at, uh, at work, I, I, lo I love to qualify ourselves uh, because you and me, we are the same. We are doers. We do things. I don't, you know, uh, uh, like a committee, a TA committee is not a think tank. It's a, it's a do tank. Uh, we don't try to uh, revolution or to reinvent the wheel. Uh, we try to do things and uh, be a doer is is something like uh, it's it's simple to 
it's accessible to everyone. You know, you fix a, a, a simple goal and you go and you achieve it. And and it's what we did. We 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 achieved so many good things. You know, in terms of growing the community, growing some players. Some now some guys are so good. So uh, you know they can pretend to be on the world stage now because they work pretty well. So it's it's about being a, a doer, fix, yeah, establishing some simple goals, uh, objective, learning objective, and boom, go go to 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 do it. So we I've never ever pretend to be like an um, Asian champion or even Hong Kong champion. It was always about developing, progressing, working hard. And now, yeah, now we can we can we can say that. There's a culture in TA that uh, we want to work hard, we want to improve, we want to develop ourselves and become like a better touch football player. Um, and yeah, it's becoming a, a real culture. We're not, we're still not talking about winning. We, 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 we're talking about being good human, being make some good stuff, and and working hard. And and yeah, that's com that's a perfect combo to achieve stuff. You know, it's uh, yeah. It, Yes, simple goals. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not the one who have invented like smart, smart goal, but it's exactly that. You have to be ach achievable, attainable. You know, it's um, yeah. So it's uh, now yeah, it's pretty strong in T8. You know, we want to, we want to. Uh, every time we step on the pitch, we can, we have the ability to win every single game. So it's because we are, we work really hard. And, and and we do things with with passion, but yeah, simple goal, doer. Uh, you know, I don't need any 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 ID, you know, crazy ID because what I need, I, I we need guys, you know, we need more friends to 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 be doers to do things, you know. So yeah, you know, it's it's all about how many times uh, I've said uh, yeah that just an ID, it's not a, it's not is if. If you cannot do it, just just uh, no keep it for yourself because uh, yeah, this uh, this TN group, this TN bunch of guys are just uh, we are doers. We do stuff. We just yeah, and for and the the beauty of that is we do that for the others uh, and for the for, for our community. Yeah. So, but it's true for all the volunteers in the world, right? Uh, do some simple stuff and just achieve. Uh, some simple goal and, and the rest is, is follow, you know, it's problem. So <laughs> now it's, uh, now, it, now it's, it's extremely strong. Yeah. To be honest, it's extremely strong now in T8. So one of the culture that we have put in place is really this culture of uh, hard work, be enthusiastic for what you're doing, um, you know, uh, be passionate about and, and yeah, and, and work hard. There's no, there's no shortcut and, and, and yeah, and uh, winning, if uh, if we want to talk about winning in sports, generally speaking, it's always like an outcome. You know, it cannot be the, the culture itself. Uh, winning is so toxic. If you only set up a winning culture, it gets you crazy. Now, the, uh, based on my based on my on my experience, uh, a good culture is like uh, uh, wanted to learn, learning, learning, developing, growing, and what makes you become better you know and uh, and then it make you uh, start to be uh, details oriented focus on your detail focus on what you can improve and yeah it's um, uh, that's that appropriate uh, team culture club culture uh, community culture 
uh, because now winning, winning can't can't be a, a culture itself, you know. Um, so now and you know winning, there's some toxicity there behind winning with like uh, trying to dominate your opponent, and we don't want to dominate uh, anyone. We just want to. <laughs> Have a good time, and if we can grab a couple of W uh, on the way, well, yeah, we we take that, and because it's cool to celebrate our our success, but that's not the most important thing, you know. It uh, and especially over the last two years with uh, this life, uh, this um, complex time uh, where we live in is is uh, we need to be even more kind, and we need to even like put winning aside, and it's all about. Uh, be 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 together, you know. After two years without uh, any face to face coaching, without face, yeah, uh, touch without touch, you know, it's it's co- it's just great to be on the pitch. So, oh my gosh, the last six months with T eight was where last six months with with T eight were just phenomenal. We played almost like to every every second day, almost like a two, three or four times a week. Now. It, we took the, the best of it, and the community needs that. You know, it's uh, that was great. So, looking forward to uh, to the future. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh great transition. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. You, I don't even. Ha- I don't even need to create a PowerPoint presentation with transition slides. Um, kind with you, you will be kind with the other, and suddenly we are all kind together, and we attract more kind people, more good people, and those good people tie. Uh, want to to work harder, you know. They want to even develop harder. That's that's uh, the positive cycle that we have created, actually. Uh, and and now, yeah, for sure, we are uh, we we are huge with one one hundred twenty plus member or fans or whatever you can call it. It's a it's a huge huge community. Um, so yeah, well done, Dan. Well done. Great achievement. Uh, look, honestly, like I I, I do often reflect um, each, each time the club kind of goes from strength to strength. And it, to me, it's never it's never about the tournaments that we've won or the um, gold medals that we're lifting, etc. cetera. Um, but it's about just seeing, seeing the club down at training and seeing the smiles on people's faces, seeing the new people that turn up to touch for the first time and, and you can just see on their faces that um, they feel welcomed. And it's not that we tell, you know, Jane, Liz, Forty, Keith, wh- whoever, to welcome them. You just see people on the sideline that are part of the club that are welcoming, welcoming them, which means that it's embedded into the culture that we should be welcoming, that we should be inclusive and kind. And that's why I think the other thing that I – always enjoy looking back on is just the people that we retain in the club as community members. And um, it's rare to see, I guess, from an organization point of view, people that just continue on for years and years and years and really don't see any other club that they want to join. And sometimes you do get one or two people that perhaps didn't fit the culture and that's totally fine. They join a club that suits them. Um, a club that has a culture that resonates, that's totally fine. And sometimes they come back. Sometimes they come back because they see that this is the culture that they, that they like. So I think just personally really enjoyed just seeing seeing the outcomes of a 
positive people focused culture and whenever we win you know like that's just a, that's just a bonus and um you're getting getting to the future the future of ta so we've built this strong foundation from a culture point of view we've set up the milestones and pillars strategy and the vision um, to get us up to this point um what what, what is the future oh huge huge question uh, the the future yeah now the future is obviously bright it's uh as i said to my uh, four words uh, we're going to to be probably uh, 200 in in the next two years you know <laughs> so at some point we'll bring more people bring people to the game to the community and um and it's 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 fine because um yeah because we we love that you know we love having new friends new new faces you know um and it's great you know because all those new faces always brought something different uh, brought smiles and yeah both of us like you said we we love uh, all those smiles because this is our our payback <laughs> when you run uh, an association or uh, um, being a volunteer, you only pay with smiles. So smiling is 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 crucial, and yeah, it, and it's it's contagious. So when you're smiling, yeah, um, someone else will, will probably start to smile. But yeah, uh, I think we will grow because um, with the coaches, we spend a lot of time to to try to balance uh, to balance the. The mix on the pitch between feel good session and 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 oh gosh, we all know that right now we have a lot of uh, feel good. Uh, we need those feel good session uh, and a moment where we are really focused on details. We are really focused on uh, on trying to improve the team. So um, on the pitch as well, I think we have a perfect mix of uh, a perfect balance between like pushy moment and and feel good feel good stuff and but yeah the future is is ex extremely bright we have created this amazing competition intramural competition where where there's a an atmosphere right unique atmosphere unique in the world right where your own teammates are sitting on on the sideline and cheering for for you and from like a game like five years ago we were like not even watchable you know not even lookable <laughs> It was a boring game to now having like a, a 10, 15, 20 guys sitting and just enjoying the show because it's becoming like a, a proper, a proper show, you know, a proper, a proper entertainment. So uh, that's that just crazy. This is the future of touch, you know. So, yeah, we're going to do more like a, a high, super social competitive game. That's that's just crazy. So, yeah, the future is probably T8 with 200 members and having some uh, some great stuff uh, with like a, a huge community uh, community oriented community centered event. But in a, in in the same time, having some pro probably professional elite athletes working out to to play uh, the the, um, the most intense or the most uh, how to say that. Uh, to, to to play at the highest standard than possible. So, yeah, um, I mean, 
we, one more time, we're not visionary. We're just good people. We, we look uh, around and what uh, the other club are doing. And we have some great example around us, you know, with those Valley football club community. We are just huge, you know. And it's, uh, mm-hmm. we are in a, in a good position just to, to, to observe, you know, we observe what they're doing, how they behave, how they create their community. And we try not to replicate because we have a different culture. Uh, but we try to, to, yeah, to, to bring more people. Uh, yeah, we, we love to bring people together, right? So, yeah, yeah. So the, fu- the, 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 the future looks all right. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. We don't need to, as you said, reinvent the wheel. We don't need to, you know, predict some crazy future. It's about just focusing on our people, uh, focusing on the things that we can do. Uh, we don't need a think tank. Yeah. I love, the, I, I love the do tank concept because um, I'm more motivated by doing than you know, <laughs> overthinking too much. Uh, and I, I don't know, like to me, I I, I see this like. Um, this real community, like you set aside the sport that we play, but just the community that's been built, I can see, I don't know, five years, 10 years time, I can see like mini T8 clubs, I don't know, just in my head forming in like maybe the pockets that our T8 community have moved to. So it could be London, it could be in Sydney, Brisbane, uh, France, it could be any different parts of the world so we can you know, continue bringing that uh, people first, caring uh, club culture to other parts of the world. That that'd be pretty cool. And the other thing is, like, just getting out to the other parts of the community and helping them benefit from the sport. You know, touch rugby and uh, you know, some charity work that we can do. I think that's always great. And look, if if we win a few games, if we win a few tournaments, and if we go back to Shanghai and win that again, you know, I'm sure that's good. Yeah. Oh, and and Masters. Don't forget Masters. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, the future, the future with this game is just crazy. For for sure, we will have some junior, big, big junior development. But yeah. uh, one of the probably the biggest development we will never mention anywhere is uh, the senior level. Mm. You know, now at 50 years old, we are in a good shape. We can play touch. I plan to play touch uh, until my 60, right? So together we will probably go and set up the uh, over forty uh, league, and five years after we'll play over forty five or oh, whatever. Yeah. And I can tell you, uh, in in few years we will play like fifty over fifty uh, competitive intense stuff uh, because uh, this game is uh, is just just incredible. Yeah. The potential of this game, you know, it's just simple. It's safe. It's uh, it's convivial. It's it's uh, uh, the camaraderie is, is is it's good, you know. And uh, actually, this is the, uh, the essence of rugby. So I don't I don't have to introduce what rugby no. is. So, no, no. Um, yeah, I think so many guys dream about playing rugby at 45, 50, and touch a lot of that, you mm. know. So uh, yeah, we will probably be the the first humans. In Hong Kong to play uh, some over fifty uh, touch league, and it will be normal. Yeah. You know, how many sports in the world can you play uh, over fifty? So our our future then <laughs> is bright. Oh yeah, <laughs> we will still, you know, we will, yeah, we will still have this uh, 
huge moment when you can relieve the pressure and mm. one more time it's a complex mm. period uh, we all all need those uh, moments whatever at the gym read a book where you can uh, you can just release the pressure for me it's, yeah. it's touch it's being on the on the on the pitch with my friend and just spending a good moment and i can tell you i slept like for the next three days i slept super well so uh we are we are lucky people one more time we are good humans and we are lucky people because we have something to strive for something to we match us uh, wake up every morning and and this game is phenomenal and we will grow probably uh yeah. Well, we will edge yeah, pretty yeah. well. I'll, I'll embrace that. I'll embrace that future. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, look, I think um, this has been a really cool episode. Like, as I said at the start, um, a lot of the other episodes uh, before and after is about other people's businesses, organizations, and charities. And, and they're all great. And it's good to bring this into focus uh, around uh, a culture that I've really enjoyed. You know, playing a role in and and really enjoyed being inside of it and really enjoyed seeing everyone um, play play a role uh, in the culture as well. Um, so I hope others that are listening that you know, maybe they play for a club, maybe they're thinking about starting a team, maybe they're thinking about their own cultures in their own organisations can maybe pick up a few of these pointers around uh, definitely the the focus on um, people. Uh, before performance or people before profit, whatever it is, focus on your people uh, and the good stuff will come later uh, if you have that focus. Uh, Laurent, I'm gonna, maybe just going to close it off with you. Like if there's any any final comments that you wanted to share, um, maybe tips uh, for anyone that's listening that, um, that you've picked up over the years or, or something from T8. No, no, I, I can't serve up. You did it perfectly, you know, focus mm. on, on people, you know. Yes, that's, that's yeah, that would be the, the uh, how to sum up properly yeah. the, uh, the discussion, yeah, focus on people and the rest come naturally, you know, it's uh, um, give, yeah, create the, the environment mm. for your people to strive and, and the rest is uh, come Oh, naturally, exactly, and it's exactly what's mm. happened in ETH. You know, we we won yeah. a couple of W yeah. silverware because uh, because uh, our people were like uh, the one we are working mm. harder than the other. We were uh, focused more on on our development improvement than just uh, go out there and try to to win at all costs. No, this is not us. Uh, and this is, uh, yeah, our our story is about uh, bringing people together and making yeah. it a good. Love it, love it. Yeah. So uh, that's that's the end of the episode. What I'm going to do in the um, the podcast um, notes, I'm going to put some links to the TA Touch Football Club Facebook page, which is really brilliant. And you show, uh, you can see one of our members, Kashka, who's really taken ownership of social media. So that's really cool to, to look at. I'm going to put some links to YouTube videos as well, just to see um, the club in action for anyone that's interested. And I'm going to put Laurent's profile in there as well. If you want to contact him, maybe you've got a team that you're looking to start and you want to get some tips from Laurent or myself, um, then you can do that as well. Um, but uh, yeah, I hope, hope everyone's enjoyed this um, more 
personalized uh, special episode and uh, we'll look forward to um, you know, spending some more time in future episodes. Thank you, Laurent. Thank you, Dad, for having me and get out there and, and play touch. <laughs> You should try. You should try the city soup and Taiwanese uh, beef noodle soup, the frozen one. It comes in a pack with stupid. Dude, you were awesome. You guys were awesome. The magician.